It's The Strip with Walter and Bunny. Yes, it's that dynamic detective duo you know from True Vault Escapades now taking on the glitz and glamour of New Vegas. Brought to you by Atomic Wolf and the A-Bomb radio station. Sometime in pre-war America, a scrawny-framed man with glasses panically drives through the night in the Mojave Desert. A hard rain pounding the road. Ah, this dang rain. Uh, I can't even see with the headlights on out here. Gotta keep moving. I can't. Well, wait a minute. Where's the road? What the- Oh, no, 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 no! One night, in New Vegas, called Las Vegas at the time, Damon mysteriously disappeared. Most of his belongings remained in the hotel room in which he was staying, but his car was gone. A massive search ensued the next day, but not a trace of Damon was found. It was a shame, since he was such a great creator. How awful. And you said this Damon Rodriguez wrote books? You know those La Fantoma comics you can find around here? He wrote those. I love those comics. I used to read them back in the vault. I knew the name struck me familiar. Not my brand compared to the Grognak the Barbarian books, but yes, I know the series. Well, I'm glad you two are familiar. Damon... He was working with me before the disappearance. We had big plans to take his books out of the small-time ring and into the big boy's spotlight. I was even going to fly him out to Washington and meet the other big creators at Hubris Comics. So wait, you're a pre-war ghoul? Correcto. I worked as an agent for Hubris back in the day and, well, happened to be here when the bombs dropped. All for that demon. And... You're willing to pay us over a cold case involving a man whose corpse is over 200 years old. It's not the corpse, Walter. It's what the corpse left behind. You see, Damon took off with the papers he was going to sign off to Hubris. And not only that, he had over 500 pre-written titles for La Fantoma just ready to be released. Good gracious! I've read all the installments but a few. Just imagine half a thousand more! <laughs> Hey, glad to meet a fellow fan. I'll be willing to pay handsomely for the recovery of these papers. I have hardly a lead to spare, but still, this is valuable. I don't mean to butt in, Miles, but this could hardly be for recreation. What could old comic book scripts do for you now? Walter! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just asking. Huh. It's no secret. Don't worry, you two. I have some people put together. Craftsmen, illustrators. To effectively produce the comics and make Rodriguez's scripts into a reality. Golly! And you really think Wastelanders will buy these issues? Without a doubt, Walter. Don't you worry. I can't cut you in on the revenue, but I'll start you both off with 5,000 caps. What do you say? Well, I know if I say no, Bunny will yank me right back in. So, I'm game. <laughs> You're darn right about that. Good, good. I'll be right here whenever you need me. Oh, and don't walk that road to the left when you walk out. 
Boomers are out that way. Don't want you blowing out before you really get to dig in. Well, thanks for the tip. Anything else we should know? Ah, uh, yeah. As for the lead, I'd start by asking someone who knows about old Las Vegas. I was only visiting for his sake. But all I know is that Damon stayed in the Lucky Horseshoe Hotel and Casino. And horse cutting downstairs. Nice place. We'll get right on it, Miles. No promises, though. I've heard of a cold case before, but this one looks like it's freezing. Walter, what exactly are we doing in the heart of the Strip? We're in need of a directory of some sort. <sighs> Why? Walter Camry, are you losing your touch? We could walk up to Mr. House right now and ask him directly about the Lucky Horseshoe and who inhabited it. Well, excuse me, miss. I tried setting up those appointments already, but the man won't have us. What? Why not? It's rush hour right now, and Mr. House is a busy man and has lots to do. Besides, you know he only wants us in person when times are dire. We can't even enter the front door most days. You know, excuse me for talking behind the man's back but I don't very much care for our boss. Stop preaching to the choir here. We'll find someone capable. I sure hope so. Well, speak of the devil. I may have just jinxed myself. What is it, Walter? Old magazine and newspaper dispensers. Looks like they still may have something in them. Hmm. Check that one out. It still has something in it. Ah, La Fantima. Looks like the latest issue before the big day. Hmm. Wonder why this managed to stay out for all these years. Well, not everyone takes up an interest in reading out here, I'm sure. Probably because some out here don't have the ability. Or maybe House has his boys resupply them every once in a while? I mean, it's a good book. Hey, you read the latest 2077 issue, then? Yes. <laughs> you read the back by any chance? The back? Oh, you mean as in those phony X-ray specs adverts? No way! Well, you should on this one. Here. Now, what's this? A message from the author? Huh. I never saw this. Read it out loud. Okay. Um. Hola, <coughs> <coughs> Fantoma readers. I'm Damon Rodriguez. I hoped you enjoyed this week's exciting issue, but the story gets better. I'm proud to announce that as of... October 20th, 2077, I'll be partners in justice with the fine folks at Hubris Comics, makers of other excellente heroes like Rognak the Barbarian and the Silver Shroud. Not to worry, readers, I'll still be behind the invisible vigilante we all know today, but the possibilities only widen with Hubris soon to be on our side. And even better... As a show of our excitement, meet La Fantoma's newest nemesis, the Red Menace. Until next time... Da-da-da-da! Oh, hey! There's a newspaper clipping stapled at the end here. Uh-huh. And what does it say? Um, let me see. Uh, local pulp prodigy to merge with nation's biggest comic giant... Damon Rodriguez met with eagerly awaiting press and diehard comic book fans outside his Lucky Horseshoe home on South Casino Center Boulevard today to announce the merger. There's our answer. 
Now all we have to do is check out some old street signs in the ruined part of town and... Hey, Walter, this discovery is all fine and well, but I was in the middle of reading a fine article. You've got to be kidding me. I'll follow you there while I finish reading the clipping. What? I can't help, I'm a fan. Well, I'll be. Huh? Look at it. The Lucky Horseshoe is still standing. Oh, get your nose out of that comic, Bunny. Sorry, it's just that Damon seemed like such a genius in his time. Look, right here, it says he was holding back tears of joy when he was publicly announcing his official merge with Hubris Comics. What a success story. It's too bad what happened. Whatever it was. Well, with that enthusiasm, you can consider this hotel a monument. A horseshoe seems to be the only place in the Vegas ruins that has even a little stability. You're right. This is the place from the picture. Damon would have been standing right, right there. Oh, imagine it, Walter. Over a thousand people were gathered right here just to hear what Rodriguez had to say. It's amazing, really. Look, I liked a good epic or two growing up, but I will never understand the occult following some of these fictional characters get. Walter, you can't be so narrow-minded. Some of these characters inspired readers to take chances, to push the limits. Hmm. You mean to tell me that Lephantima inspired you to dress in a hood and cape and knock people's lights out from behind? (sighs) That's not what I mean. No time. We have a dead man to catch. joint is captivating as it is stuffy. Not surprising. No doubt the lobby here was picked clean a long, long time ago. Do we have any means to get upstairs to Damon's room by any chance? No, not the old-fashioned way. Stairs have caved in. (sighs) Great. How about the elevator? Elevator's got no power, I'm sure. Worth a try to see if it does, though. Maybe we could rig up the control power inside. Yeah, pretty sure we need a central source of power to get that thing running again. That's like trying to turn on a desk fan during a blackout. In any case, we aren't getting closer to that stash just standing around. Ah, there we are. It's a start, I suppose. What was that? Oh, no. I knew this place was too quiet. Oh, I'd know that sound anywhere. Ghouls. I I think they're crawling through the walls. Guns out, Bunny. It'll only take one or two shots to put them down. Back here to the elevator, Bunny. They're coming from all corners. Okay. Seems like for every three, four more pop up. That's because there's more than we thought. Make every shot count. You got it. That was way too close, Walter. We need to do something. In the elevator, there's a rope that leads up. Go, go! Hurry! It's just down this way. What do we do about the ghouls waiting for us downstairs, though? We'll get to that. Don't worry. Best case scenario... 
Damon's room has a window we can climb down from. Good, because I don't have any ammo left. There it is, Damon Rodriguez. Huh. Funny he should get his own little door plaque in a hotel. Sounds like to me he bought out his own hotel room. Maybe fast living in a mansion wasn't his style. Well, sure isn't mine. But I think something along the lines of a studio apartment would fit me. Anyway, let's see what's inside. Hold it, Bunny. <gasps> what? Look down along your feet. It's a tripwire. Oh, my. It's rigged up to that rifle propped up on the office desk. You see that? Yeah. Move slowly. Walk over it. And look out for other traps. I'm right behind you. Right. Ah, uh, that should disable it. Do you see anything else? I, uh, um, <clears throat> no. Uh, not as far as I can tell. Everything looks clear here, too. We should be safe. I don't understand. No one's been up here for ages, it seems like. Just like the lobby. Walter, you don't think... Well, that... That Damon had this set up for someone, do you? Damon jury-rigging a loud rifle in a populated hotel? What in blazes could he have been waiting for? I don't know. But we don't know Damon did it. I mean, who knows who else could have come here after the bombs dropped? Not our concern now, but I'd file that down in the case notes. Well, say, this place looks pretty preserved in time. Original furniture, cupboards, pictures. It's just a thick layer of dust over everything. Oh, say, that, that terminal where the rifle was sitting, is it still working? Let me see. Uh, hey, it's still functioning. Thank goodness for durable pre-war technology. Oh, good. Let me see. Okay, um, it's been a little distorted over time. But entry 9 seems pretty clear. It's transcripted from audio. It says... Come on, Damon. You can think of something. Crap. Only one more day. One more day and you didn't make the second thought until just now. <laughs> what a genius you are, Rodriguez. You make one phone call and what do you get? A press conference at 7 a.m. This is what you wanted out of all of this. Now that Wolf is sniffing you out to... Come in. Wait, no. Stay right there. I'm coming. It's me, Damon. I... Stop. What? You know me. Oh. That's why I said don't come in. I, uh, hope you, um, didn't get involved with the mob or something. Not every average Joe has a shotgun facing the guest, Damon. It's a rifle, Troy. Come in. What's this all about, Damon? I was only coming by to celebrate the promotion, man. <laughs> I mean, the lucky 38 to the White House is a pretty big accomplishment, don't you think? Uh, by the White House, I do mean Washington. Yeah, 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 I get it. Troy, I was expecting to see you this morning after the meet and greet. Where were you? I was the starting 9 to 5, Damon. You know that. <laughs> but not no more, baby. Troy Cohen, the Fremont Street Crooper, is guppy time. I'm going to rub fins with the big fish now. <laughs> and you and me... Are you finished? <sighs> You're being cut as Cole Ryder. What? I, uh, I was mean to tell you early on to get it out of the way. You're, you're, 
They're cutting me out of Phantoma? No, they are. <sighs> Didn't tell me. Told me at the very end. You mean hubris? Then, then, then who'll co-write? They're replacing you, us, with a professional writing staff. And it looks like they're just forgetting everyone but myself when it comes to who they credit as an original creator. I don't know what to do, Troy. <laughs> but that it doesn't make any sense. If you're not even writing it, then why is your name going to be etched on it? That's the deal. They make it, I take the creator credits, and the staff remains invisible. More profits for me, says their agent to me yesterday. You, you can't do that. Not if you didn't sign anything. I already have some of it. Taylor, their agent, only told me until after I signed it. Before I protest back, he'd already left the room. Look at what the review said. Rodriguez fought back tears today as his big announcement symbolized a new beginning for his award-winning series. Ha! Huh. That was a cry for help, if anything. So, that's it. <laughs> Hubris just robs our ideas, our jobs, and feeds you the bankroll. Look, they still have a new stack of paperwork coming my way tomorrow. They already threw the hard stuff my way. So... There's really nothing I can do, unless I want to try my luck finding where the agent took them and burn it. I'm... I'm screwed. So Paul, Cole, and everyone who helped pour their souls into this project are just axed? J just like that? And what about our deal with the printing company? All the friends we've made! I'm sorry, Troy. If I could go back and change it, I would a thousand times! But I... I forgot to read it. That's all. And Hubris Agent won't give it back. <sighs> Who is this guy anyway? Someone you wouldn't even trust with your dog. A common car salesman. So the merger wasn't all sunshine and rainbows after all. How awful. Damon wasn't happy. He was cheated. Well, or more likely, he let the fine print saying he'd hand over his prized creation go over his head. <laughs> Pre-war law. I'll never understand it. One John Hancock on a piece of parchment and your whole life could change. Too bad the NCR is bringing all that back. I'm going to download the rest of these on my Pip-Boy. They may be corrupted, but who knows what else we'll find. What's going on? Looks like drywall coming down. The building's collapsing. What do we do? Out that window. Go. The building's not too high. Just cling onto the grooves in the outer walls and we should be fine. Oh, it's coming down. No time to lose. Just go, go, go. Evening, you two. Care to play a hand? Game's just getting started. No thanks, Mac. We've got a question. Oh yeah? What have you got? We're looking for files on another dealer by the name of Troy Cohen. Know of some terminal that covers the history of employees around here? Troy? You mean old Troy boy? Why would you need records of him? He works afternoons. I just took over his shift. Wait. Troy still works here? Yeah. He's an old cat from before the war. You can catch him out the back way if you hurry. Thanks. Huh. Well, I'll be a son of a gun. Troy still works here. Has to be a ghoul. Guess dealing was all he had left after House preserved the city. 
Oh, hey, um, excuse me. Is your name Troy? The one and only, sweetheart. What can I do you for? We're investigators looking into the disappearance of Damon Rodriguez. Your name came up in a clue recently, and we wanted to talk. Well, look, pal. I'm not looking for... Wait, did you say Damon Rodriguez? That's right. I'm happy to say we're reopening the cold case. We just scoured his old hotel room and discovered a pretty interesting conversation between the two of you 200 years ago. I... I can't believe it. You... you mean to tell me, after all this time, something new has surfaced. And whatever for... Don't you two have better things to be worrying about than an old ghoul's dead friend? Oh, we won't be around the bush. It is for the money, but I... I'm a fan. La Fantoma was one of my nightly reads in the vault where I come from. It's very nice to meet the co-author. Well, <laughs> thank you. To be honest, I... I almost... It's been so long. Almost forgot about those days. I sort of dropped out of the comic book business when Damon went missing that night. What do you want from me? Something to take us to his last whereabouts. You see, at the Lucky Horseshoe, Bunny and I found an old recording of Damon and yourself conversing about the hubris deal. You both sounded dreadfully disappointed. Not a day goes by where I think about what could have been. Comics were my life. Our lives. And when Damon got the offer to take things to the next level, he sort of signed that off without a thought. It was too late to go back by the time he realized. Well... It's a done deal in the end, and I had to keep my job as a dealer. You can see how well that turned out for me. <laughs> Writing staff. You've got to be kidding me. Anyway, maybe the bombs were more beneficial than we thought. Damon got to die with his series, untouched by those corporate big shots. Wish I could have said goodbye, though. In your opinion, what do you think became of Damon that fateful day? What? The Great War or the Disappearance? Yes, the Disappearance. Eh, it wasn't like Damon to do something that extreme when his life's work was in jeopardy. Especially like this. If you ask me, he took what was left of Fantoma and headed for the hills. Those hubris guys are tough about what they own. Where he scrammed, I have no idea. Cops say they saw deep tire tracks off-road at the 167 that day, though. So, you think he may have holed himself up somewhere to keep the story safe? He was already doing that in his hotel room, believe it or not. He was a little paranoid about his creations, but understandably so. I'd be pretty jittery, too, if someone tried to sign away my soul. If you ask me, he didn't find one of those many old mines out there to lay low. He'd have hauled it back to Mexico City, where he calls home. And what did the police report say? It was a payoff, sister. If he said that gun in his room was still rigged up, the boys in blue didn't bother searching it. All I know is that the tire tracks went off the highway, and a hubcap fell off along the way. But, uh, if you're really meaning to find my old friend... The best info I can give you is the old printing place we spent a fortune on. Pumping those pulps out every week. Here, is that a pit boy? 
I'll mark it on your map. Oh, that would be wonderful. A new lead in this case is a breath of fresh air to me. Well, we'll let you know if anything comes up, Troy. <laughs> Thanks. It's not like I'm losing sleep over a 200-year-old problem. But closure is a reward within itself. Thank you, Troy. Oh, and take this. It's one of Damon's last recordings. Kinda kept it special when I want to hear the voice of an old friend. Not exactly the happiest record, but it's something. Thank you so much. We'll keep it safe, and don't worry. Body or not, we'll find out a little something more about your friend. And take this card, Troy. If you remember anything more, call us when you have the time. This is Damon Rodriguez. Eighth entry. La Fantoma, the greatest hero of the West, has been put into question. When I called Taylor this morning and told him I wanted out, he refused me. I told him about the rest of the papers, but he verbally scowled at me, telling me the deed had already been done, that La Fantoma already belonged to Hubris up in D.C. The rest were just formalities, but they still needed filling out. When I humored the idea of backing out, he alluded to me, signatures could be forged, people could disappear, bad things could happen. I nearly hung up after that quote before putting my tail between my legs and retracting that statement. That doesn't mean I'm still handing her stealthiness over to him, though. There's gonna be a tripwire in my room by the time I'm done recording this. I'm not letting that creepy bastard come in here and look over my shoulder again. Taylor was a cheat. Who? The crooked agent sent by Hubris. I expected a comic book company to be more on the level with fellow creators, but they turned out to be one big sellout station. There's a reason they have fine print, Bunny, and Rodriguez fell for it. I bet he lost a lot of friends that day. Well, at least Troy seemed to stand by him. The other employees over at the print factory may not have been so sparing. Can you blame them? No, but I'd understand their anger if Damon didn't bring up the deal with them first. Must have been quite a day. Hey, you two lost. You tread an awful close. Oh, not at all, sir. We're looking for an old print shop. Have an angle on where that'd be? No such place anymore. This here is a branch of the Gunrunners. Gunrunners? I thought the only branch in the Mojave was near the New Vegas Strip. This place is new. Just setting up shop, in fact. And we ain't open for business yet, partner. Is there a way we could have a look around? It's a little important. No dice, lady. Coming is pretty strict about all that. But I- Move along, you two. Come on, Bunny. We'll have to find another way. But this place is the only link we have. Maybe, maybe not. I have an idea. But first, let's go back to the office. How's that comic book company file coming along, Bunny? Mm, not so good. I mean, it's here, but it's not fruitful. I'll take anything from a raisin to a plump melon at this point. What do you have? Here you go. It's nothing more than a biography, really. But I guess it's something. Let's see. Silver Shroud franchise, Grognak the Barbarian, an upcoming Vault Boy series. Hmm. 
Well, they didn't get the time to telegraph the Fantima, obviously. It's not on the list. Hmm. Keep digging for other related companies. See who they were partnered with, if any. Right, Walter. Hello? Hello, Walter. Uh, Troy, how are you? Good, Walter, good. What do you have for me? Walter, I think I'm onto something. And give me all the gritty details, Troy, because we're only pulling up duds over here. It ain't much right now, but get this. I took out me and Damon's old pictures together, and I went out searching for his car on the same very road he went missing on. I have a snap of his when he got his car that I'm going by. And what's the make and model? A 2077 Triceless Highwayman. Was right off the showroom floor. Brand new. You never guess how far a little comet can get you. Anyway, I searched the old police station to find the hubcap they confiscated. And went back to the road, only to find another. You're kidding. Nope. It looks like he took a sharp right turn off the road. Since I found the second way off the path. But look, I'm not gonna find anything else if I don't have some help. You two are the only one others who care. So, I hope you don't mind. No, no. We'll head there right now. Think you can meet us along the 167? It's no biggie. I'll see you there. Bunny, get your things. We're about to head out. Really? Where to? If I understand this right, a 200-year-old crime scene. So Troy's going to take advantage of this case while he can, huh? Indeed he is. I'm sure even after all this time, he still wants to find all the closure he can. Besides, what else does an old ghoul have to think about than what he did before the war? You make a good point. <laughs> Boy, he must be one heck of a blackjack dealer for as long as he's had the job. You got that right. Hmm. You think we could have passed him? Shouldn't have. Pip-Boy hasn't picked up any blips on the radar, and we've circled around, what, twice? Well, that's strange. Maybe we should have given him a two-way radio before we left Freeside. Well, sure, but it still shouldn't be this... <gasps> Walter! What? What is it? Look! I think those are tracks. Like... Like someone's been crawling. Hmm, good catch, but I don't think... And if I'm not mistaken, those are specks of blood in them. Walter, I think someone's been hurt. Hmm, yeah, and I think we both know who... Come on, maybe if we kick it into high gear, we can catch up with him. These tracks go pretty far. This person wasn't hit fatally, but the blood trails only seems to be getting thicker as we go. Please, be okay, be okay, please. Wait. Huh? Why have we stopped? We've reached the end. Oh no! It's Troy! Oh no! We were too late. Someone was in the know about this, and I don't know who. Look, there's the hubcaps, tightly clutched in his arms. He wanted the evidence to live if he didn't. Look! The, the picture! Now he'll never get closure. Oh, but who could have done this? Hmm, 
Looks like our culprit was in use of some sort of high-powered weaponry. The exit wound is through the back, meaning he was shot point-blank and fell on his stomach, only to crawl all the way here. Yep. There's the clean hubcap from the police station. And the other he must have just found. He had a surprise for us, and somebody wanted to make sure that info wasn't relayed. Oh, wait, what, what's that in the sand, just above him? Huh? Where? Right over his head. It looks... Well, it looks like he tried to etch a message in the sand of some sort. Is that an arrow? Hmm, that is an arrow, pointing directly ahead of us. By golly, he was trying to tell us something, but that's all he could write. Well, then we should follow it. Maybe he found something before we did. No, I have a better idea. Better? What, what could be better than following the arrow's direction? It's all we have. No, it's not. Get back in the car, Bunny. I'm not going anywhere without an explanation. Don't worry, we'll be back later. I have a major hunch that could lead us to Troy's killer in a jiffy. Walter, what are we doing back here? We'll get to that in due time, Bunny. But I'm glad Troy told us about this place earlier before he died. We still have a chance here. But the new Gunrunner's place? What in the world could be the connection? We got turned back this morning by that guard anyway. Oh, this is no Gunrunner's plant, Bunny. It's exactly what we thought it was before. But I... <sighs> You're always so ahead of me, Walter. Now I have no idea what this could be about. Backtrack as you get that happy gas going. You have those canisters ready? We're going to need them filled to the brim for that place if we don't want to get caught. Yep, I loaded about six of them for us. Let's hope it wasn't a lethal dose of this stuff. How about you? Those tranquilizer darts working? I won't know until I use them. Hey! <gasps> go ahead, open up in there. I already called you. It's just a guard, Bunny. I'll give him the lowdown. Hey! I said open up. We gonna have a problem here? What seems to be the problem, Mac? You two. You're trespassing on private property. If you have business here, I'm gonna need to see your papers. Oh, yes, my papers. Uh, well, let me see here. Oof. <laughs> well, I guess they do work. Yup. He's going to be in for a little snooze. I got him right in the neck with that thing. Well, come on. Let's get to the roof of that building before more show up. Walter, do you see that gun of his? That looks something along the lines of a Thompson. Ah, so now you're finally starting to piece it together. Piece what together? What we talked about earlier. Now let's go. The quicker we get this done, the quicker we can find our comic killer. Uh, you know, you could have had me climb the ladder first so you could push me up. I'm not cut out for athletics like this. If you really wanted to, you would have asked. We're almost up there anyway. There we are. Here, grab my hand. Go ahead. Yank me up. Well, now that the hard part's done, where's the best place to drop those bombs? Mm. There's less than five big vents up here, by what I can see. And you're sure this isn't the Gunrunners after all? I mean, who else has heavily armed guards who ask for ID? Gun runners and highly trained mercenaries. That's who. Now come on. Knocking these fools out should be easy. Hand me one of those, will you? One should be a good enough dose. Here. I'll head to the other duct and we can get cracking. Sounds good to me. 
You ready? Ready when you are. One, two, three. Whew, that was close. <laughs> that gas was so pressurized it almost blasted me. What do we do now? Now, we wait for the gas to calm down, and then we'll drop in like spiders. I have to hand it to you, Walter. You planned this little heist without a hitch. <laughs> well, I can't give myself all the credit. You came up with a knockout dart idea, which I especially needed for that guard. So, here we are. Some odd facility that does in fact resemble something of a gun production plant. That and about a dozen heavily armed guards fast asleep on the floor. Bunny, tell me what you see here besides those men. What do you see here that resembles a gun manufacturer? Well, there's a pretty gritty old building accompanied by men with arms only meant for the best. We were told by Troy that it was a GR plant. And there's these big machines neatly scattered through the place. Exactly, Bunny. These machines. You probably think they're meant for pumping out ammo and such, don't you? Well, yes. What did Troy call this place that the guard told us different? Well, um... He said it was the old comic printing press. Bingo. Wait, you're saying these machines are for... Oh. Take a look at this one. Do you see any ammo or arms being produced? Well, well, no. It's far too small now that I look at it. Right. Guns and munitions usually require an assembly line type of processing to be made. Here, we just see scattered machines throughout the whole facility. They're printing presses, aren't they? Yep all being very closely guarded by someone's little militia. But, but I don't understand. If this is a printing press, what can this uncover about Troy's senseless murder? Ah, but the answer is right in front of us. All over us, in fact. This guard, closest to our feet. Notice the gun he was holding? Yeah. Looks along the lines of a fat machine gun of some sort. B.A.R.s, almost all of them. Fully automatic. Fully military grade. And with the punch these babies pack, I knew only one place could have had guns this close by to blast Troy. You mean... Uh, my goodness. The answer was right in front of us. No average Joe's pea shooter could have shot a hole that big in Troy's chest back there. So, you remembered this gun the guard was holding when we were turned back from this place. Exactly. But uh, that solves one thing, but... What the heck does a heavily guarded printing press have to do with the initial task? I, I mean, well, these men meant to silence Troy from telling us anything further, but what's the connection with a 200-year-old case? Well, think about it. The guard earlier today lied about this being a new branch of the gun runners, obviously trying to deter us from knowing this place's true identity. Okay. And even earlier today, we started our day by receiving a job from a man who desperately wanted to find the whereabouts of those lost comic issues. Who has craftsmen and illustrators prepared to make copies? Walter! Oh, Walter, do you mean... Yup. Miles the Ghoul. Miles was good at playing innocent, but now we know he wanted us to find those papers without knowing the full picture of his involvement in this case. He'd be willing to kill anyone connected to La Fantima's history, so we'd stay in the dark about it. But why? Wouldn't Troy's help be welcomed in a search like this? No, and I'll tell you why on the way. But where are we going? We're headed back to the shack next to Nellis Air Force Base. We're going to say hi to another ghoul. Hey, 
Hey, Miles, open up in there, Miles. Maybe he isn't home. Of course he is. All people like him do is sit back and count their money. Open up, Miles. Stand back. It looks like he's already wanting it done the hard way. Go ahead. Miles. Don't take another step closer, detective. I know why you're here, and I'll have you know you're wasting your time. Drop the gun, Miles. Yeah, what the dame said. You trap yourself in a corner on this one, Miles, and you ain't getting out. That may be, detective. That may be. I see I totally underestimated you two. Looking for the best eggs in the state ended up being a wrong turn. I wanted smart, but not too smart. So I'll give you that. Why did you have Damon's old friend killed? You don't have much explaining to do either. We know the reason, but not the motive. What drove you so far to make sure we didn't know the truth? Well, if you did as much damn research as I thought you did, you'll find that I was a traveling agent for Hubris Comics from back before the war. Bigwigs called for me to hook the maker of the hottest comic in the West. Was gonna be a piece of cake before he turned tail on the deal and mucked things up for all of us. He had most of the paperwork out of the way. But then he just made a habit of sitting on the rest in protest. Then you threatened to kill him and forge his signature afterwards, right? It was just a scare tactic, my friend. And he was about to do it, too. Before he vanished into thin air, that is. Didn't have time to give it a thorough search before the end of the world happened. And so what did he do? Wait here this whole time and hope you found people like us to find him? No, you fool. It's been 200 years. Of course I hauled it back to D.C., but the place was being ravaged by Brotherhood of Steel and Enclave troops, so I came right back here. You should have stayed on track. There could have been a lot of money for the both of us. You really think that the current world would buy as much of that comic as you thought? Was there really any money to be made? <laughs> uh, you're kidding, right? We live in the wasteland. The world needs heroes. Even if we have to imagine them. Your friend Bunny there gets it. Besides radio... Reading's the only means of media people can enjoy these days. Illiterate or not, they can still enjoy the pretty pictures. <laughs> and 500 more of those babies, I'd be king of the frickin' wasteland. Interesting monologue, Mr. Taylor. But I'm afraid you're under arrest for murder, conspiracy, and a waste of valuable police resources. So, you know my last name. I guess you really did your homework. Oh, I guess I know all I need now. Miles, drop the gun. No, wait! Ah! Well, is he? No man lives after taking a forty-four Magnum to the face. He's gone. What a coward. So this was Taylor. Used his first name only as a cover, just in case we found documentation about him. <laughs> Luckily, we actually did. He had a plan he could cash in on from the past. A man he wished to swindle twice, both in life and death. Had a fully stocked printing press where he could multiply the lost copies and probably make a killing selling them to New Vegas. Talk about a neat scam. Glad we found those holotapes, but that only leaves one thing. What about Damon? That's where Miles here hadn't considered. He didn't know his hired thug didn't kill Troy right then and there. He crawled out into this desert and scribbled an arrow in the sand. It was pointing south from the 167, but oh, who knows how many places that could be. Walter. Yeah, Bunny? Do you... Do you think Troy was trying to tell us Damon's car was at the bottom of Lake Mead? Bravo, Bunny. 
I knew you would figure out my last clue. Then why wouldn't you tell me? Because it was irrelevant at the time. We needed to come after the guards at the printing press first before we headed back out, lest we end up like Troy. That means there's still hope. We can still recover the body and the issues. How do we yank a whole car out of the bottom of a lake? We call on Humphreys. He's bound to have some military tech for just this thing. So, if the tow truck gives me enough time, might I ask about how you two managed to take a job so deadly without pay? No right-minded wastelander takes such a risk over a skeleton in the water. And it's such a nice restoration, too, Humphreys. I didn't know you took to such a craft. I don't. We have a few stowaways at Camp McCarran for recovery operations when the need arises. Good for large salvage, but back to my original question. I know you won't ever believe it in a thousand years, Lieutenant, but we're doing this all in the good name of justice. Now, personally, I didn't want to lay a hand on this case, but Bunny's devotion to Mr. Rodriguez's comics really gave us no choice. Yep. And then, when what we thought would be a fun little treasure hunt turned into a small true crime syndicate, the story drove us further into finding the true reason behind Damon's death. So, yeah, it was about justice. And like Walter said, I don't believe you. Every man has his price, and that's the number one motivator in this world. I'm telling you, Humphreys, there really was a point where I forgot about the money. Besides, the ringleader killed himself, which left us with all the caps he left behind. Ah, that explains a lot. (laughs) (sighs) It was chump change, Humphreys. Walter, that reminds me. What did you conclude about Damon's late-night drive? Do you think it was ultimately murder? Well, Bunny, it took some thinking. Troy speculated that Damon just merely ran away to hide in a nearby mine with his creations, or hollow back home to Mexico City where he could find more security. But this being the night of before the war, there was no way Damon made it that far down south, so he stayed in the region. Did he stay in the car overnight? Maybe, ah, have a flat tire, or... Or or do you think Miles had him shot on the way out? We'll know if there were signs of a pursuer once we recover the car. How's it looking, Lieutenant? I have an experienced reconnaissance man out there. If he found a car fit in the description you gave me, that'll be what's coming up right now. Then if there's any bullet holes on the exterior, we'll have a clue about it. But do you want to know what I really think happened, Bunny? Absolutely. Damon was restless. He felt as if an evil darkness was closing in on him, and fast. If you ask me, he didn't know where he was going. He just wanted to get out of here with whatever he still owned of the series. Hastily packed all his bags after setting the trap in his room for good measure and sped off into the night. Well, it was looking as if Damon was on his way off the hook, but his hasty nature that day clouded his mind and his good judgment. So while just barely out of the city, Damon Rodriguez somewhere lost control of his car on the road and crashed directly into Lake Mead. He drowned, and that was that. Goodness! You mean Damon just spun out of control when trying to escape? That's infuriating. Well, I don't care if that's how he died. Miles did this. And he was a nuisance before and after the war. (laughs) No arguments here, buddy. It's service. Is that your culprit? My goodness, it is. Or at least I think it is. I'd know those old fins anywhere. And look! Oh, the windows are still rolled up. Oh, Walter, this has to be it. Let me take a closer look in there. Hmm. 
Hey, they are closed, and it looks like we've got something inside. Here, let my rifle be the judge of that. Oh, jeez. Oh, Ugh, I guess I really didn't consider the possibilities of a body still being in there. Kid must have thought keeping the windows rolled up meant the water wouldn't come inside. Poor lad. I can only imagine going out in such a way. Well, here he is. The 200-year-old skeleton of Damon Rodriguez. We'll have to give him a proper burial before the day's done. He deserved so much better than he got. Couldn't agree more, Bunny. Even if he is just bone now, he and his crew are far better creators than whatever writing staff Hubris could throw at him. Where are you going, Bunny? Hold on. I think your girl's onto something, Walter. And I think I just now figured out what it is. <gasps> Why, that's... That's... An airtight pressurized capsule. <laughs> then this... This has to be it. Lovantoma. Well, what are you waiting for? You do the honors. Right. <clears throat> Look at all these. <laughs> well, Bunny, you have your long-lost comic issues. And by the looks of that stack, that's the full 500 all piled high in the trunk. Gosh, this fellow wanted to keep his creation alive at all costs. And he meant it. Eight, nine, ten, eleven? So, Bunny... Now that all the culprits are out of the picture, what we have done with the remaining new books? Easy. We take the new issues back to the printing press and do what Miles Taylor couldn't. Make as many copies as we can. But this time with the rightful owner's name smack dab on the front of each cover. Maybe we should write an article about how these new comics came to be. Oh, that sounds like a swell plan, Walter. Out of all this drama, at least we can provide the Mojave with a brand new chunk of the series. Looks like Miss Fantoma still has a world to save. This has been Walter and Bunny in The Strip. Be sure to tune in next time for our next episode, The Case of the Falling Dead. After a bar for mutants faces a deadly massacre, Walter and Bunny protect the only employee left alive. But no one in Freeside is willing to spill the beans. Will the mutants' lives be left in vain? And what could a corrupt local businessman have to do with it? Find out next time on The Strip! In the production you just heard, Walter Cameron was impersonated by Eric Huffman. Humphreys by Can Kennan. Bunny by Sharon Grunwald. Damon by Wyatt Henry. Miles by Michael Alio, and Trot by Josh Belmont. Additional voices include Josh Belmont and Harrison Bullman. The Strip and True Vault Escapades are all productions brought to you by the A-Bomb Radio web station and Atomic Wolf. Each episode is written, directed, and produced by Preston Harden. You're listening to ABR. That's A-Bomb Radio, in case you forgot. Ever wanted to be a content creator but had no clue where to begin? Come join me as I sit down with content creators that have already faced the challenges you're up against as they discuss the tips and tricks that help them be successful. Here on The Content Creator's Guide, available wherever podcasts can be found.